Hi, hello, and welcome to Oh Boy, the podcast presented by Man Repeller. I'm your host, Jay Bume, and today's guest is Tyler Haney, who is the founder of the active lifestyle brand, Outdoor Voices. We talked all about how she started and what it's like running a brand that is steadily on the rise. It's a great conversation. Before we get into it, I want to say that today's podcast is sponsored by Squarespace, the easiest way to create a blog or a website. Use the offer code OBOY at checkout for 10% off your first purchase. Okay, let's get into it. So where'd you grow up? Boulder, Colorado. Have you been? I haven't been to Boulder. I've been to Denver a couple oh, of times. Oh, come on. You got to get there. It's cool. <laughs> it's, um, we've got the beautiful flat irons, these lovely mountains, um, kind of right out our back door. Yeah. It was a really cool spot to grow up. So like my understanding of people who grew up in Colorado, everybody just like hikes all day oh, yeah. long. That's, yeah, that's what everybody does. You know, four times a day. That's yeah. like the social, <laughs> four social, times a day. Uh, social thing to do there. No, more like one or two. But um, grew up on the hill, which is kind of the hill right before these crazy flat iron mountains. Yeah. Um, flat iron so mountains. What is, that, is that? Those are like the prominent, beautiful kind of landscape in boulder like the ones when you're when flying you're, over they're like or when you, know, you, google, you look to your left when you google boulder it's like patterns <laughs> um yeah they kind of jut out of out of the ground very very tall beautiful things but um hiking is the number one sport in boulder i would say yeah so grew up doing a lot of it so you had all the gear and everything you know yeah like beautiful chacos that's like the the hardcore version of tivas oh. um, <laughs> So. Socks? Do you wear socks with those? Uh, in the winter, you know, not in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a bold choice, wear socks with sandals. Oh, yeah, you but know? Smartwool socks, um, that's my favorite brand. They're yeah. in Boulder. So, yeah, the real, like, you know, mountain girl stuff. That's great. <laughs> I went camping for the first time ever last weekend. Where? Or two weeks ago. In West Virginia. It was for a wedding. Oh, cool. It was like 90 degrees at night. Oh, that's nice, It though. was intense. <laughs> That's not too bad. I enjoyed it. I've always, I always wanted to do that kind of stuff. It always seemed really exciting to me, but I can show you the ropes. I'm yeah. definitely well versed in the the hiking <laughs> camping territory. <laughs> um, did did you re- did you so you enjoyed growing up there? Oh yeah, it's amazing. I mean, you're climbing trees. It's a little bit like a mini Tarzan landscape. You know, you feel like the little jungle. You're in the Jungle Book or something because there's so much to do, biking, hiking, uh, rafting, tubing down the river. It's Just like, it's cool. That sounds amazing. I went rafting once. That was really, okay. That's, that's, that's scary. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, I always and I always loved that movie, The River Wild. Growing up, do you uh-huh, remember that yeah, movie? Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. I was in that. Were you? <laughs> no, felt like I was in that. <laughs> uh, what was your family like? Um, grew up. My mom has a twin sister. Um, okay. And we have always lived a block away from each other. No more. Um, so we have this clan or this pack wolf pack um and my mom and my aunt are these super sporty like very enthusiastic women and so they'd like identical twins identical twins you can't tell them apart um and they would like when we were tiny hoof us up the the trails until we could start walking you know so um and and going bike riding to get ice cream cones was like our favorite thing as as a group of (laughs) little kids that sounds like so bucolic Uh totally it's it's nuts um they all still live in Boulder, and it's amazing to go back. But yeah. Um, yeah, such a neat place to grow up. 
Yeah, I could. I would imagine. How do you think that shaped who you are? I think from a professional standpoint, I grew up with this kind of casual activity baked into everything I do, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, like I said, like on top of the mountain, uh, riding bikes all the time. There was no real separation between like my gym life and my life life, which okay. was neat. It was You're, all kind <laughs> of together. Um, yeah. <laughs> and and as it relates to outdoor voices, it wasn't about competition. It was about getting out there and being active because it's fun and it makes you feel good. Um, right. And doing so on a consistent basis. So grew up with that kind of baked into my, into the way that I was active. That's cool. What's, um, you know, what was the thing that you were, besides like, you know, being in the outdoors, mm-hmm. like what were, what were the first, what was like the first thing that you were really interested in? Ceramics. ceramics. Um, there was this little uh, firehouse that got turned into a ceramic studio down fr- down the block from my house, and like was obsessed with the wheel. Um, probably have you know in in the basement of my house now like tons of old ceramics. That oh, was my really? favorite thing. I was obsessed. <laughs> Is it like in chronological order where it's like probably your first, like, early like kind of <laughs> yeah, and then it just, like, like gets better. Pinch pots that are yeah. like not at all a pot can't hold water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, did you know, like, did you ever have, like, an awkward time growing up? Uh, I was so into sports. I was, at like, in middle school, like, um, would host, like, uh, game watching parties, and it was all boys and me. And I actually had a bowl cut, so I looked like a boy, which was awesome. Yeah. I played on the boys' soccer team, um, and with the name Tyler, you know. That, yeah. that throws them for a <laughs> loop. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty interesting. So it was awkward, but a cool phase, too, I think. Well, I know what that's like, because I always had long hair growing up. Oh, yeah. And I used to go always get, uh, people always thought I was a girl. Uh-huh. So. I'd show up to. First. Yeah. I get it. I remember being in class, and they'd uh, do roll call and be like, Tyler. And I'd raise my hand, and they'd be like, no, honey, we're looking for Tyler. It was, <laughs> that was awkward, but. Like, or like the substitute teacher's like, okay. Yeah. I know I'm here for this today. Don't mess with me. Totally. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Who are your people growing up? Who are the people that you looked up to? Um, let's see. This woman named, it's all sports oriented right now. We'll, we'll move cool. on from there, but no, Jackie no, no, joyner Kersey, she was, yeah. um, like had these fantastic nails and yes. then second to that was an amazing athlete, but, um, yeah. loved her style. She was, uh, she, she was, was a, a runner. Yeah, she was yeah. a runner. Um, and I had, I had this little stuffed animal dog that I named Flojo cause they called her Flojo. Yeah. Um, and I, I looked up to her tremendously. What was it about her that you loved? I think just, like, the energy and the spirit and, like, but with style. Like, I loved her curly, like, French fry-looking nails. Yeah, um, like, she, she, she was, she like, had, one of the first people to have, like, to bring, like, that style yeah, into that kind of sport, like, right? Yeah, she had, the swagger on the track, yeah. and you're like, damn, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be like her. <laughs> Did you have an idea of, like, a path that you wanted to follow? Um, not at all. I mean, my mom was very good at setting us up to kind of dream big and she always would say reach for the tree stars so there was this park um about a block down from my house and my sister and I would go and my mom would push us on the swing set and like as you went up as in kind of the rotation she'd be like reach for the tree stars and (laughs) for us at the time we're like we don't know but you'd put your hands up and I think um over time you started to realize like she just meant like you can do whatever you set your mind to. Just, like, go for it. Just go for it. And so always grew up with kind of that messaging. Um, That's a really lucky thing to have been around. Super cool. Up, you know? Yeah. So you're in high school. What were you doing? I was a horseback rider. You know, lots of people <laughs> question that, but loved horses. Why? Why do people question I don't know. There's something that? about equestrians that some people, you know, they're, they're uh, I don't know what it, what it is, but I rode horses and loved it. Yeah. I played basketball. I played track and, or I didn't play track, I ran track, yeah. ran the hurdles actually, um, and played soccer and 
was so into it. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with how I started After Voices, but at the time had no idea I'd right. be well, into of course, this, of course. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all reveals itself later on. Um, so was that something that you like were thinking about pursuing like after high school? Like, Absolutely. I, I thought running was like my destiny. I still had my little Flojo uh, stuffed animal and like loved racing people. I thought yeah. it was amazing. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I was fast enough to, you know, be doing it like Flojo, right. but uh, absolutely thought that was kind of the, the path for me. So, so obviously that's not the path you took. Uh-huh. So how, where, how did you, how did you divert from that? Um, well, when I was in high school flying over hurdles, I was wearing brands kind of like Nike or Under Armour with the mm-hmm. credo, harder, better, faster, stronger. And when you're like racing Sally to the right of you, you totally want to win. So you want like the muscle mapping and like the aerodynamic. Yeah. Like uh, just like sleek. Yeah. Like, like if that's going to make me like a, a second faster, go. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, um, was head to toe in like, you know, silver bullet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> active wear. And then, um, out of high school, I decided not to try harder at running faster. So I uh, took a year <laughs> off and um, What did you do during that year? Uh, I actually went to Boston, of all places. No idea why, but I took a U-turn. I thought I was going to L.A. to, to do something like running. Mm-hmm. Um, took a year off and went to Boston. Uh, worked as a, as a waitress serving margaritas, which was yeah. really, you know... Great. Actually, yeah. that's one of the best experiences of my life. I would recommend it. Get some waitress time in. Oh, yeah. Hell it's yeah. It's the coolest thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Meet so many people. It's a great, it's a great, great profession. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so slinging margaritas and then uh, decided to, to, New York, to move to New York. Um, but just, just so curious, like, how were you like, I'm a boulder and like, I should probably go to Boston. You know, like, <laughs> as I, no idea. Boston was a weird one for me. Uh, but I think... I think I was drawn to the East Coast energy. So I grew up, mm-hmm. um, was born actually in LA, grew up in Boulder with this like casual vibe. Yeah, it's like very like relaxed. Totally, yeah. Socks and sandals. Yeah, like socks and sandals, but always craved kind of this energy and excitement and like people who were doing shit. Right. So somehow by way of Boston found myself in New York, which right. I'm very lucky for. That's cool. Um, yeah, couldn't have, couldn't have set, told you that that would be the path. Yeah. Well, what, like, so, so you go to New York, like, what was in your mind? Well, you know, what did you want to do? Growing up, I was really into arts and, like, coloring books and things and yeah. colors. Um, yeah. So was quite artistic and um, found Parsons and said, you know what, this, this school seems pretty cool. I've always had an interest in design. Um, so hey, did you have any background or experience? My mom and my aunt, let me step back, were, had a clothing company growing up oh, um, cool. called Fresh Produce. And it was um, kind of a, a resort wear line to like uh, very bright kind of colored moo's with fish. And like yeah. you'd see these women on the beach with wearing like this that, stuff. It I was like cool. that name too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Fresh Produce. That's great that they're creating like <laughs> resort wear like in Boulder. I know, absolutely. Oh my <laughs> like gosh. miles from the so beach. So funny, yeah. Uh, we got to go take a trip to do some uh, market research. Totally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was great. Um, but yeah, so they had this and like they'd talk about colors all the time. Like that girl's lipstick is amazing. So that was kind of... Uh, ingrained in us kids growing up. So always had that side to me. Um, Went to Parsons uh, for the business degree. I think it's called design and management. So it was a balance between design and learning the actual tools of how to to make something or work through the Adobe suites. And then also 
um, problem solving or, or design thinking, as they call it. Right, design thinking, <laughs> design consulting. Yep. How do you solve problems totally. using design? Working Which with is, teams, that was a cool class. Working with teams. No, it's cool, though. I, I really, really, really enjoy that like that line of thinking or that like approach to uh, problem Absolutely. solving. Yeah, I think problem solving is like the biggest takeaway out of a program like that. Yeah. Like learning to problem solve. Super cool. Yeah, and especially just Helpful. Like, <laughs> taking yourself out of like situations that like you'd never be in. And, totally. You know, like... Yeah, that's that's great. So so while you were while you were doing there, did you enjoy being in New York? Was it like what you that were looking for? That was the for? best part. Oh yeah. my gosh, it became my new playground. It wasn't mountains anymore. It was like you know crazy buildings and crazy people. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did, did you did you miss Boulder at all? I still miss Boulder, but I'm still so into the energy in a place like New York. Like yeah. the people, like that's the best dang thing. It's so cool. It is. And yeah. there's great people in Boulder too, but there's more great people here. Well, you know, like I think I would imagine great people in Boulder is you experience them more from afar. Absolutely. New York, everybody's just sandwiched all together. Yeah, more like physically yeah. more here. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So when you were in school, was there something that you, that kind of like sparked your interest or like where you're like, oh, you know what? I kind of want to do this or this seems interesting to me. Like what was, what was going through your head? Um, still, I think I became obsessed with materials, which was kind of strange in school, um, and started researching like different yarns and technical yarns, and, and was a little bit familiar with that because I wore like the the really intense outfits right. in high school. Because um, there was a time when like Under Armour was just mostly for people who like were like hardcore in sports, totally. right? Like yeah, it wasn't I this, think it like, still mostly is. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's everywhere, but, but that's it's, their it's a, yeah, angle. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so. So started researching materials um, and found found one of the mills that the largest mills that works with Nike and Under Armour and um, just started learning what was out there. Where was um, where's that located? It's in Taiwan. Oh wow! Yes, and found it through a trade show in in uh, Utah actually. I forget what it's called. At a fabric, outdoor retailer. At a fabric trade show. <laughs> oh yeah, the, oh, wow. the most glamorous places, you know. <laughs> um, but so in school, started working with this mill and and had. How, really? So, but how do you do that? Like, do you just call them up? I just like, called them up and just, got in front of them. Yeah, I was like this teeny bopper kid. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, hey guys, I want to get that some was, fabric from you. That was one thing I was really good at. I just find a way to get in there. That's so cool, but it's like so mind blowing to me. Just like, okay, so this is they make fabrics for like these huge brands, and you're just like, just like cold calling them, being like, hey, totally. do you guys want to do some stuff for me? I know. I and they were into that. Uh, like, did you, you know? have to convince them? Like, what? <laughs> I just showed up. There was no. Oh, convincing. you went to Taiwan? No, I went to I went to Utah, where their representative right. was, um, and just like work with me, and you know, I'm just the pestery little, yeah. little kid. So the squeaky wheel the gets squeaky the grease. Wheel. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it like my, it really came from a personal problem. I was sick of this like shiny black spandex, and, right. and wanted wanted to create a functional material that looked more in line with brands that I was wearing on the everyday. So like APC, uh, Acne Studios, or Rag and Bone, like something more of a uniform that didn't scream like superhuman, you know, yeah, yeah. or super, I have superpowers. <laughs> I'm though, a neon cool. man. Yeah, neon exactly. Woman. Yeah. yeah. Um, so started working on a fabric called textured compression, which... Well, okay, but what's that like? Like what? Like, you know, a lot of tinkering. Yeah, like what does that mean? Like what, is the t- like what does that process entail? Like just, uh, you know, like... Uh, you, how do you? How did you know to be like? No, let's do more of this. Let's oh, try this. I had no idea, but but you like put the guardrail somewhere or like yeah. the, the bowling bumpers and yeah, they're like yeah. super wide apart. Yeah. And like just by trial and error, start bringing them closer and closer and closer. Um, and I feel like 
I don't even remember the details. I wanted to, you know, black that moment out or something. But uh, <laughs> well, what was, it was the first cool. thing you made? So I made this fabric called textured compression, which yeah. to this day is still one of our best fabrics. And yeah. when you look closely um, on the surface, it's literally very textured. And, and for me, that was a big differentiation point from what existed in like the shiny black kind right. of base fabric. Um, and so with with this fabric. Um, I wanted to create a five-piece set of essentials for activity. So, okay. like, I didn't have to think about what I was going to wear to go to the gym. I just kind of had the best-fitting classic silhouettes uh-huh. that functioned. They were compre- compression-oriented, made my butt look good, and uh, <laughs> uh, managed sweat, like like the Nike or Lululemon. That's, that's the big problem. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to look good. So, um, had this base fabric. Um, had no idea how to make clothes, so did the same thing with pattern makers and being here in New York helped with that. Just like we'd call up like Sunshine, I forget what it's called, Sunshine Patterns in Midtown and go in and be like, show me the ropes. Did you, was, yeah, was there like, like, did you just go in there being like, I want this. I I don't know exactly like what it is. Like, you know, I feel like a lot of times people go into those kinds of intimidating situations and they'll, they'll be like, I mean, I've, I've done this too, where you like pretend like you know what you're talking oh, yeah. about yeah. and that's never the right path. No, 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 totally. <laughs> I, and I like would put together mood boards and like try, actually Parsons was helpful in this. So like learning illustrator and InDesign, like yeah. you could at least get to some point in terms of visualizing your idea or your concept, if that makes sense. Yeah, completely. Um, which I think was a really helpful tool rather than just like trying to explain it. You can be like explain and show, you know, this, this, uh, picture that gets them one step closer to what you want right um but no formal training there so i really i really just by trial and error went to find the right partners for did this. you have a grand plan of what you wanted to do or not you were at just all like, it just you were just like i'm gonna just worry about these like five pieces at first i was solving my own problem i was yeah. like i don't want to wear that shit i want yeah. i want to make some new shit so uh started very simply with those five pieces yeah and then when when you stepped away from it, like, I mean, how long did it take you to develop those initial... I was in school, and I, I think it was the end of my sophomore year when I just, like, started doing this for fun. Yeah. Um, just so I could look cooler in the gym, you know, <laughs> or out of the gym. Um, and then I had homework and stuff, so it always, it took longer than expected. But <laughs> by, by the end of school, I had, I had this pretty solid piece of OV kit or five-piece um, activewear set, and it dawned on me that there was a huge opportunity kind of in this activewear space to take kind of the feeling that I grew up with of this making activity fun right? Um, and pair that with this whole new type of product. And so, um, though at the time I couldn't articulate the way outer voices in the way I can today, like right. it was all this fear, feeling and this spirit. Um, that's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you, that's all you goddamn need. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when you, when you, when you finished school or like when school was ending, like, where what was going through your head like were you like what are you gonna, what were you gonna do um so i started working with this company called launch collective which was kind of like a consulting group for fashion companies mm-hmm. um and loved my time there but but would spend kind of the evenings and, and nights like figuring out you know what how how am i gonna take this positioning and this product and and make the next big brand yeah um was that tough like to just be was, like constantly just you know, you're working and then you come home and you're still working. And totally. It's just like, I mean, but you gotta like, during the day, it's hard to shut off like outdoor voices. Like you can't stop thinking about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, you had so. the name in your, did you have uh, the... the name came shortly after. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you about the name. Okay. It comes from 
when you're little and your mom's like, use your indoor voice. It's, right. it's like that little kid that like yes. can't hardly contain himself yeah. um, and wants to scream and shout. So um, very much represents kind of that spirit and, and that energy. That's so cool. I just also, I have so much respect because it's like, it's, it's so hard to like be working a job and then like pushing yourself mm-hmm. to like do this other thing that nobody else is like asking you to do. Totally. Nobody else is like, yeah, you know, it's all on you. Totally. And it's just like, uh, it's amazing. So like what, what, what was kind of like the trajectory like for you there? I mean, I just was obsessed with building, building something, even yeah. if it was tiny and even if it was just for myself, it was yeah. like, like, um, I don't know, like a Lego ship, like just p- figuring out what the pieces are and starting to assemble them and, and you start to f- like feel accomplished after okay. that, right? Okay. Oh, I love, I still love Legos. <laughs> oh so yeah, much. me yeah. too, absolutely. <laughs> so um, these tiny wins, like when you'd get a piece back at night and be like, damn, it fits great. Yeah. I look great. No, yeah. that, those were the tiny wins. Um, and then you start to piece those together and it, and it just kind of gains momentum. So um, started to realize like, there's a real opportunity to create the next great active wear brand around this positioning. Yeah, I mean, like, were your friends digging what you were doing? Like, were you were you wearing your stuff out and like oh, yeah. compliments and stuff? Like and, I like, am today, like outdoor yeah. voices plastered everywhere. <laughs> you know, absolutely. You gotta represent, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's so cool. So, so, so you're like, okay, what was? So the thing that's always interesting to me is because I think a lot of people have these inner desires of things that they mm-hmm. they're doing one thing and they're like, I wish I could be doing yeah. this. You know. So like, I'm always interested in, you know, what was that transition like for you to be like, okay, I'm gonna go away from like my job, yeah. which like, you know, is like, you know, my security of like my sure. rent and just like, mm-hmm. I'm not like pulling my hair out trying to figure out how I'm gonna like keep eating yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. To then like make that leap to, just fucking into like nothingness right totally. like into like un- uncharted territory yeah. yeah you know what was that what was your experience like doing that because everybody's is different sure. i'm always interested in hearing yeah i mean i'm glad that i i kept both jobs for a while because yeah. like any sooner and i would have been out square out of money so right um i would recommend like maintaining for as long as you can like both jobs or like yeah. doing your own thing but finding finding time outside of kind of the normal work schedule to do it yeah um and really when you feel solid like taking the jump um for me that was when i had five pieces that i really believed were better than what existed on the market and i said you know what i'm doing this um and at that at that point you have to definitely like surround yourself with people who believe in you so for me it was always my my mom and my family but then friends who would try the product or had like a similar pain point so you kind of huddle together this group of like rally rally team you know yeah 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 um and it's small at first, but again, you start to like pick people and add them to your to your team, and it it's nothing more than just like I'm yeah I can't really tell what you're doing, but keep doing it. Yeah. You're great, <laughs> you know. Um, and and it's really people from day one that believe that you have the persistence to to get there. Right. They're not really looking at the idea and being like that's solid. I love it. It's like Tyler, I believe in you. You're Somehow, gonna get there. Some way, you're, you're gonna, gonna get, get somewhere. There. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere. Great. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So, so, so what did you do? Like, so, you know, like what was the process like for you making sure. that leap? Um, I had this product. Um, you just started with these five pieces? Started with these five pieces. Um, and let's see, what did I do? I, I started to put together a business plan really to, um, to define the positioning or the space I was going after. Mm. Um, and looking, well, I'll jump to today, like yeah. very much we're creating a new category in activewear. So redefining recreation and what it means to um, approach activity in a different way with moderation and ease and humor and delight. 
Um, Do you like the term athleisure? I hate that term. It's the worst <laughs> thing in the whole world. Oh my god, I can't wait for it to die. Um, and and so let's see. From there, um, I started putting together a business plan. Which back to Parsons, like right. like it didn't teach us how to do it, but it it kind of taught you ingredients that you needed to have in your business pitch, right? right. So I um, had product that was being responded to well, I started to have this positioning around freeing fitness from performance. Like, it's mm-hmm. not about competition. Um, so I that was probably slide two after, after the pretty images of the product. And right. then it was like, this is the market I'm going after. And that was kind of a neat, neat thing because I was going after people. I, I was solving a problem for myself and therefore people my own age. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to lose touch when you're, uh, when you're solving a problem for yourself. Right, right. Um, and so, yeah, I put together this this business, my first uh, business pitch or deck, and just started getting in front of people. Um, and in the same way I got in front of the, the big mills, would seek out people, movers and shakers in within New York City, like people that I would read in the news, like funded different companies. And you just cold email them? And I, I'd email them, and you kind of lean on like the student, you know, being a student yeah, or yeah, like yeah. A, a fresh out of school kid and be like, I... I want to come in for advice, and you'd come with your product and your, your business pitch and lay it all out. That's so bold. Um, That's awesome. It was cool, and yeah. uh, and used each of those experiences really to like get feedback and refine and continue to refine. And I met with so many people and so many people that I should probably, you know, you wouldn't necessarily expect to let in let me in the door. Right, um, but you tried. Oh yeah, you got it. You, you know, gotta try. you tried, and like it worked. I'd like to thank Squarespace for sponsoring today's episode. If you don't know, Squarespace is a gift from the heavens because it is the easiest way to create a blog or a website. Summer is over, and we just have to accept that, which means it's time to get it together. Are you an artist, a writer, a designer, a filmmaker? Will you know that website that you send people showcasing your work? I bet you've been meaning to update it for way too long, but you don't because it's too complicated. I want you to get it together so you can put your best foot forward with all the people out there who want to work with you. And the solution is simple. All you have to do is go to Squarespace because it is the all-in-one way to create your own beautiful website. You have the ability to customize the look and feel of your site with just a few clicks and everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. You have no excuse not to do it because they've gone a step further with their new domain search so you can find the right domain name and renew it at the same rate every year. It's all there. What are you waiting for? Head to Squarespace and use the offer code OBOY at checkout for 10% off your first purchase. Okay, back to the show. I guess um, I, I love the, I just I love the idea of like coming into this world where there's like these like huge established giants like Nike, arguably like one of the biggest companies yeah. like in the world. And it's like, super cool. Same thing with like Under Armour too, and mm-hmm. just being like, well, like you know, like I'm gonna be here too. Totally. You know? Yeah. It's really, really, really awesome. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is keeping blinders on. So there's obviously a lot of people coming into this space and have been quickly coming into this space. But this <laughs> idea of keeping blinders on and and just taking these little ingredients um, and continuing to build this Lego set, you know, like yeah. Um, there's room for it to be done with with through my perspective or through our at OB's our perspective. Yeah. Um, and to really redefine kind of what activity means i was reading some articles before you came over and like it's uh, a bunch of people like talked about how many different like people you went up in front oh, yeah, of. yeah they love to talk about that they that do was, right <laughs> whoops 
I think I was uh, exaggerating, but now they're stuck on that number. That's super nice. <laughs> but no, but I mean, that's the thing. It's, I think that's just like, that's, you know, it's, it's great to hear that. Like, yeah. you know, just no, no matter what the, how many people you went in front of, like still totally. just like being like, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to keep going. Cause oh, yeah. a lot of people like, you know, yeah. would stop yeah. after a few. Cause it's kind of like, did you find it like, oh, it's uh, grueling. like heartbreaking? Oh at yeah. All? yeah. Moments you walk out, uh, walk out of an office with your tail totally between your legs, like should I stop? This is not cool. Yeah. Um, and how did you find like that, like energy to keep going? I mean, I was fixated on turning every no into a yes. Yeah. Um, and laser focused on that. So like whatever situation it was, like if I, if there was criticism, take that and take that feedback and, and make it positive or become better from it. And I look back and, and, um, very much value the time and, and kind of like the struggle, Mm -hmm. um, because that's really where you're, where you're, creating good shit and like learning and iterating and um fixing things that don't work and so as as um much as I was anxious to get this off the ground like the time was was the most valuable thing was it just you like going into these meetings uh yeah and I'd yes I'd get in front of these um investors and and just kind of lay it all out it was it was only me and then started to add people to the team as well um about a year in what was that like um, it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, Andrew, he, he was the one who joined me first and he, he's incredible. And just having like another person in the room to, to bounce things off of is, you know, a believer was the cool, the coolest thing. What was the hardest thing for you at the beginning? Um, let's see. I think, I think continuing to believe in yourself is definitely hard. Um, and, and having those blinders on was is something I'd recommend. Like, if you believe so so strongly in something, like, the noise is your enemy. You don't want to be looking around. Right. Huh. That's very good advice. <laughs> Easier said than done, though. Uh-huh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, when did you When did you kind of get an idea that things were starting to take off? Um, let's see. So I went to a trade show, which that's a that's an interesting um, landscape as well. So in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. Yeah. And was it popped up in this tiny booth um, and this guy named Ian actually was the first person to even like turn his head in my direction uh, and came into the booth and, and placed an order right there and, and he has this awesome store called Garb Store in London okay. and so we like did a little cheer we've got our first uh, stockist yeah. and um, at the time like really wanted to, to be to look at boutiques kind of um, where where they were carrying brands like APC or Acne Studios and, right. and uh, have a have outdoor voices sit there so in kind of fashion boutiques where we would be the only activewear brand and on the flip side in kind of like activewear stores where we would we would be kind of the cool young new activewear brand so um yeah we started off with wholesale and getting to these trade shows and and um and getting the product in in more and more stores and and being in garb store actually led to j crew finding us the big guys um (laughs) which um we then produced uh, a whole line with them under their discovered kind of section. What was that moment? It like was awesome. They, it was, they appro- did they approach you? They, yeah, they emailed into info at outdoorvoices.com and like, <laughs> we were on the other end. Yeah. AP and I, do, do, do. Um, and uh, it was mi- amazing. I mean, it was nuts because uh, they wrote in and, and submitted an order for like 
500 times the amount of units that we had produced uh, yeah. prior to that. Yeah. Um, but they really became our, our launching pad and, and a way to get 11,000 units out into the world. Um, and, and I think the number one thing that we had seen from day one is product is our greatest customer acquisition tool. So give someone a pair of pants and they'll come back for more. Like right. The product works. And that would be my number one piece of advice. Like product wins. Good product wins. Right. That's awesome. Um, what, you know, what was going through your mind when like this, when other places are starting to come around? Um, it was super neat and, and I really loved getting the product to, to new eyeballs or, um, on new bodies. Um, but then realized like, I want to build a brand about loyalty and I want to own kind of the direct relationship with the customer. Mm-hmm. So, so worked with, um, kind of wholesalers or, or stores to get it out there initially and then have have since kind of cut that out because we have a direct relationship with our customer now both through the online and in in our stores and yeah. and it's really incredible and and powerful. Yeah, how did so how did you guys end up in Austin? I uh, started spending time down there about 4 years ago. Yeah. Um and fell in love with it from a lifestyle perspective. Have you been? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it rules. It's the best. It's kind of like a grown-up boulder. Some people disagree. You know, it's got a little, like, hippie undertone, yep. um, but it's growing up fast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, fell in love with it from a lifestyle perspective. Uh, for me, it's the most recreational city in, in the U.S. People are paddleboarding and walking their dogs or jogging a stroller, right. um, all, like, in downtown Austin, which is neat. Um, and for me, Outdoor Voices is not about being, like, a, a fashion brand. It's not about New York City or L.A. or Tokyo, though we want to be there. Like, I want Outdoor Voices to be as relevant in Oklahoma or Texas as it is here in, in New York. Right. Um, and I've, I've been very certain of that since day one. So starting to have a presence there early on was really important to me. Yeah, that's cool. Um, what's something, you know, like something I always wonder is like, how do you grow as a company and mm-hmm. still hold on to your initial ideals and goals? Have mm-hmm. you thought about that? Yeah, absolutely. We think about it every day. Um, you find people and and bring on people who listen and are as pumped about the vision and, and the mission of the company as you are, mm-hmm. um, and and you articulate the vision and the values on a regular basis. Um, and I, I believe that just like consistently reiterating why we're here and, and what we stand for um, on a regular basis is, is how you keep kind of the ship steered in the right direction. What is your favorite thing that like following this path that you're on has allowed you to do? Uh, meet and work with incredibly talented people like the team is so dang fun probably the most challenging aspect of growing a business but um being able to show up to work and be surrounded by such cool talented fun spirited young and old people it's like the coolest thing ever do you find that that pushes you in places that you wouldn't have gone before and like absolutely i mean uh managing people is something I'm learning and and uh, as kind of like a young leader of this team yeah. like uh, admittedly not not a not awesome at yet but working on it and that right. that's been amazing so bringing people onto the team who have been there done that and have that particular skill and we all can kind of look up to and um, be coached by mm-hmm. and yeah it's it's super neat are there things that make it frustrating absolutely every day there there are things that make it frustrating um, being kind of the CEO, CEO of a company is super rewarding, but like really freaking hard. Um, and I would say uh, always kind of being the the energy in the room or, or 
the leader and and the one that inspires everybody else is right. hard on a daily basis when shit is r- going wrong yeah. you know yeah um but but the team looks up to you and um they feed off your energy so so that's the responsibility and yes when when things aren't going too smooth it's hard to keep a smile but you gotta do you find like as you've been growing like that there's things that you haven't had time to do that you used to do more when you first started within the company um within the company absolutely like i used to i used to spend my whole day on material so Mm -hmm. like working kind of where i started with these yarns and like um, obsessing over that and now i kind of sit across a number of departments um focus mostly on finding talented people to bring onto the team right um but by bringing on these like kick-ass people that sit over product or brand or marketing or digital like um you have you don't have to be there every moment and and you know that the right things are happening so you really got to trust the people you bring on what are the things that uh you know, still get you excited and inspired? I mean, our love for activity. So as a team, on a weekly basis, we're doing some sort of activity, whether it's Sky Ting Yoga, which is the most amazing studio in Chinatown. We go there on Tuesdays at 2.30. Oh, we have it coming up uh, today. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, so, yeah, I think... What, being, what, what makes this place so great? Oh, my gosh. It's run by our friends Chrissy and Chloe, and, and their approach to teaching yoga is kind of in line with the way that we think about activity it's oh, fun cool. it's it's humorous like they're cracking jokes um and you it makes you feel really good so and and I think yeah being able to be active on a weekly or daily basis with the team and and really bond over that is is the most fun part of this that's cool how do you how do you see your company you know fitting into this larger sure larger uh active wear world fashion world mm-hmm. you know yeah how do, you, how do you fit in there? Yeah, we want to be the next great activewear brand. So um, up with the Nike Under Armour and Lululemons of the world. Um, and I think uh, we've very much clear, we've very much defined a positioning in, in the space that's uh, unique and, and different. And um, we want to we make activity all about community. So mm. um, through our stores, uh, really a, creating a platform for people to to join into joggers clubs or Pilates classes or mom's jogs, whatever it be. So it's like kind of about, you know, like putting work into building an actual community. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You think that separates you from other? I think our positioning and and our approach to activity absolutely separates us as well as our product. Our product's really great. Um, But community and having stores and the platform to like activate our product, like really brings the the message and the, the vision and the mission for the company to life. In your opinion, what are, what are tough moments of trying to trying to make it work? Uh, maintaining focus. So it's a new thing for me, but um, having three goals that we're working towards at one moment across the company, and mm-hmm. and making sure that every every department is laddering up to one of those three goals, and that everybody in the company can repeat back to you or or articulate what what we're focused on right. um, is the most challenging, but. Uh, we just started this actually, so uh, well, I'll, I'll report back on how it, how it goes. <laughs> but uh, focus, yeah. yes. What uh, and what do you find are your day to day stresses and fears that you go through? Um, day to day stress stresses like everything from product not coming in on time, which mm-hmm. is kind of minuscule in in some regard. To um, Recruiting is, is definitely a challenge, but... Um, it can be really exhausting. you got to meet a lot of dang people, yeah. <laughs> you do. 
you gotta like size people up in a very oh, short yeah. short amount of time you know absolutely yeah and you want to choose wisely because like you know i think about this all the time like when i'll like you know put a crew together for a mm-hmm. project like mm-hmm. you need like the vibe that you create oh yeah is so important to like what's going to come out at the other end totally. of your guys trip totally <laughs> you know um think a lot about like our championship team and like who who's on the roster you it's know the dream team yeah the dream team absolutely yeah. <laughs> so 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 what are your hopes for outdoor voices where do you want to end up I know you said you want to be competing with these you know larger brands and like being in that same world but like where do you want where do you want to take it I mean, our, our mission is to help people be active on an everyday basis. Mm-hmm. So um, I think creating product and, and a platform that facilitates this is, is the goal. Um, and we want to get outside of ourselves and our customer base and, and help people that may not understand that activity can be easy and, and right. that they should do it in a fun way and it's not about pressure like we want to help people figure that out and show them the way so even working with kids um down the line and and really showcasing this idea of play um that's that's a huge part of outdoor voices as we grow and actually we worked with michelle obama a few weeks back what um uh her her uh what's it called uh, partnership health. for healthier america yeah, yeah. Uh, we worked <laughs> with her program partnership for healthy america to host it was called the doing things day and so it was all about um, getting out and doing things. So yeah. it wasn't prescriptive. It wasn't telling you to, you know, do this move. But it was amazing because we had people, um, kids, uh, grandmas, grandpas, dads, moms out there all over the world uh, just being active in some sort of way. So you'd right. get pictures of people in a mountain in Switzerland, someone in like a pretzel twist in their, in their uh, living room, right. some sort of yoga move. I don't know. I can't do that. But uh, um I think that's the beauty of what the community we're creating. It's inclusive and approachable. Yeah. Um, and fun. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Did you Did you get to meet Michelle Obama? Yeah, I had, um, met her at the White House recently, which was super cool. That's so incredible, man. Yeah. <laughs> so what's next for you? It, let's see. We are going after this space in a huge way, um, and have a lot of really exciting upcoming news. We actually launch. Um, uh, collaboration with APC and remember oh, wow. that was like one that, of the reasons I started this that's thing. amazing uh, so have been super fortunate to work with John Tutu and the APC team so that did they launches, reach out to you or did you reach out to one them? of our investors uh, put us in touch um, and we we kind of geeked out over materials to start and said we got to we got to do this together so yeah. um, super cool kind of synergy between the brands that's and so our cool. teams and so that launches uh, let's see, August 31st and, and globally. So it's in all of APC stores. I think they have 66 worldwide. And that's a super neat opportunity for us because we're only here in the U.S. Yeah. Um, so I've got to look for that. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, and then through the holiday, we have a lot of upcoming kind of events. We're actually hosting um, an OV dog jog on September 17th, which okay. is kind of like our version of Nike's 10K, but instead it's like a three-mile run, jog, or walk with your dog. Um, That's awesome. And so, yeah, it's there's a lot upcoming. We're super excited. Do you like? Do you enjoy like interacting with like the community that you're oh, like, yeah. building? That's what it's all about. Yeah. And that's where like though we are um, very focused on on building out our online and digital presence, like it all kind of circles back and is brought to life through 
through community. Things like dog jogs and, yeah. and Pilates and... Well, you're not just like, it's not like you're just designing these things and you're just like sending them oh, to these yeah. stores and you're just like, are people enjoying totally. this? You That's know, like, the I beauty. mean, I see people are buying it, but it's yeah. like, what is it? What are, you know, coming, you know, face to face with people. Yeah. It's just, there's nothing better than it's that. It's super cool. Or interacting with like what you're doing. Yeah. We call them tools for doing things, our product, uh, yeah. which, you know, like people put it on and suddenly they just want to go trot down the street with a friend. That's amazing. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tyler Haney. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. <laughs>